check. Hey, hey, welcome to Club Shadow episode 251. Yep, we're there. 251. Look at that. Isn't that beautiful? What? Why do I look like Jesus with my, my wife's light behind me? What is this doing here, first of all? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Uh, what, what, what was I doing? I was about I was about to do something. Oh yeah, take the navigator and put it in the right place, which is here. Perfect. Alrighty, now I can see everything. I hope everybody is doing great. Uh, I hope you had a great uh, beginning of the week. Um, everybody, um, it is this show is brought to you by Shadowware, the gods of good fortune. It is uh, midnight and 47 in Lisbon, Portugal. Everybody, put me in the chat what time it is, where you're watching from. Uh, everybody who's watching and not put in like, at least if you're not going to be on the chat talking, at least put a like. You can hate. But at least put a like so it helps because i understand the haters they have to do their job do your job is all good but at least put a like to this video uh because i see you i can see the numbers i can see you but i don't see your likes uh shout out to uh camille uh carlene maya tv who's back dj mario lopez simple j hinda uh, Delphine, etc., etc. Brand new subscribers to the channel. We are already 204,000 subscribers on this channel. It's just going up like crazy. Uh, views of the channel are now 1.7 million per month, which is. Uh, it's a little bit of Club Shada and a little bit of. Um, uh all the content that is in the channel vlogs and also uh something going on that is just blowing up on on um uh, on tiktok and uh, instagram and it's bringing a lot of people to come watch the video on uh every day on uh, on youtube and a lot of them subscribe to the channel after realizing that oh okay a long time is still active blah 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 you know the internet thing uh, i want to acknowledge the stream royalty who is none other for the month of november it is sirene desil with a donation of 10 canadian dollars uh if you want to be uh the next stream royalty or you want to become the stream royalty right now instead of all you need to do is uh, do a donation of $10 or 15 Canadian dollars. Let me tell the people on WhatsApp, on my different WhatsApp groups that I'm live. So we have um, VIPs 
Um, who else? Mm-hmm. Conseil de guerre, yeah. Banda and preview. Boom. Cool. Now they all know. Um, listen, you never know from a show to another what you're going to get. Sometimes you're going to have everybody straight away. Some other times uh, they come during whatever. And some other times people are here, but they're not chatting. It's uh, that's the beauty of doing a, a live stream. And what you always have to do is never get uh, obsessed with the numbers. You do your show, even if there's one person watching, uh, once the show is on, on YouTube and it stays there, if you if you keep your shows after the lives there, uh, you're going to have other people that will come and they will watch it and you build from you build from there. And so uh, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I went to uh, so I've, yeah, I've been doing my my all my uh, my checkup, my test. Uh, I think I have from what the nutritionist told me. Uh, first of all, I'm going on diet. No more like yeah, like no more food and no more sugar because I'm high on blood sugar. Have a lot of uh, blood sugar um, and on levels that I need to really like uh, be careful. Uh, so that's, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, no more candies and only healthy, no more, no more cocktails. I'm going to drink water for the next, uh, the next few months, uh, go back to training seriously. Um, what else am I going to do? I want to start, uh, maybe training boxing to lose a lot of, uh, to, to, to spend a lot of calories and uh yeah really like uh turn around my life a little bit around uh my three more important things which are uh four i would say uh music as always but music is going to be number four nft number three uh club shadow number two and then health number one uh meaning uh, I, I walk 50 kilometers a, a month I'm going to continue doing this, but these, like since the pandemic, I haven't been like back to the gym seriously. Uh, I'm really going to go back seriously, like with uh, proper uh, doing it at exact times. Have a like, I'm going to do a planning of my days so that I can really like do things and, and start getting used to it. Uh, and uh, yeah, I want to try... Uh, uh, boxing uh, because I realized that after uh, after after getting sick, I I never got my breathing back to normal. So uh, and um, an advice that I was given was that uh, breathing exercises are important. I actually have to start doing them, but also uh cardio and i believe that boxing 
would be amazing cardio that is something i'm really uh looking into um for those who were not there sunday for the last episode which is nobody everybody's always here only julie misses us only julie doesn't care about us anymore everybody else was here um i believe that uh you should go watch the one hour clip that i put of me talking about my crazy stalking ex by the way ever since uh i mean since the last message of of last of two weeks ago nothing this week so we're good maybe she's out of her i don't know bipolar episode whatever it is and uh she's gonna forget me for for a few times hopefully hopefully it seems like she's she watches she knows maybe she just follows me on facebook or something who knows i don't know you know you know <laughs> no and, and it's not milk i mean it it's kind of milk it's plant-based uh oat and almonds so some healthy stuff it's actually cool i kind of like it i'm gonna start only drinking that that type of stuff to replace everything sugary juices etc that's my new but uh i got my club shout out water but it's just it's nice to reply to your question <sighs> liar she got a new face she forgot about all of us damn it look at what a new nose do to people yeah <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> um i was asking myself something i mean let me say hi to everybody first bruno have a good night brother juju zhao welcome back new profile picture she's not scared anymore to see her face now i want to see the before and after that's what i'm interested in i don't know how long it was like it was pinocchio style or is it those questions hey marie what up how are you dalia mtv what's good like so you say hi dalia says hi to everybody except me I mean, you know who lost her phone my god the excuses you give to people <sighs> so what's up i was about to say something and i forgot what i wanted to say i wanted to talk about something specific and i forgot so what about you? How was uh, your week? What are your your resolutions? I'm, I already took my resolution for uh, the end of this year and how I'm going to continue uh, in 2023. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh my god come on listen 
telling you one thing. One of these days, I'm going to call one of them and ask them what's wrong. Uh, I'm going to invite, I'm going to invite one of them to the show so we can talk. <laughs> we can debate about what did I do wrong? Je souffre. Je souffre. People. You're here. Trying to be a good person. And people are here. Stalking you. So I, I showed my... I read to my wife. Uh, I translated in Portuguese to my wife. The message that was intended to her. She laughed so much. I was like, yeah, well. And yeah, at least it's funny. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> yes, I remember now what I wanted to talk about. Um, what about... I mean, it's a question that I'm asking myself. There's, You know, there's a reason why uh, in a lot of live streams, people will uh, leave some music for, for five minutes or ten minutes. That's what I do. I think I leave like... More or less eight, nine minutes. Because by the time you start your live, uh, people will receive a notification and some people will just stumble on it and some people are waiting for it. But uh, you leave like those 10 minutes for because you're waiting for people to come in. But something I always say to myself is that, I mean, there's some live streams that I, I, I watch that are very popular. They wait 30 minutes before the live begins. They keep like a, a song looping and some video looping for 30 minutes and until people arrive. So uh, two options. So usually what I do, you know what I do. I put the, I put the, I put this. And then I put I put a song and then I put the intro like this. Uh, I would like to try for the next few few episodes. Uh, maybe a live stream where I start directly. Uh, maybe like, yeah, just put the logos and and just go like not even wait like maybe i put like i would i would do like this like wait like i don't know 10 seconds or five seconds and then boom start the thing the problem is usually when you do it it means that your first five minutes is just you alone Everybody else is, is not watching. Another opinion that I have, another thing I could try would be um, would be to do an, directly an intro with the logo like this. But what is? Oh, okay, this is great now. But with animation, so maybe I can get somebody to do me a nice animation uh 
uh, that lasts like five, six, seven minutes because I see that sometimes when the live begins, and maybe not on, on, on YouTube, but when I start my live on, on Facebook, a lot of times I'm going to have like YouTube, you start, when you, you start your live, usually it's like there's zero people and then it goes up. Facebook, a lot of people receive notifications. Uh, and so you're going to have like 40, 50 people watching. But during the intro, it goes down because people are not, they don't wait. They don't have the patience to wait. So um, yeah, I'll try different different things and see what sticks i mean i like this the way it is now but I, I would like to have something animated while while the music is playing during the intro and maybe instead of uh putting the black screen plus the intro i would just do uh just a, a countdown of of eight minutes or ten minutes and just start it and let the animation goes and the countdown being embedded in the, in the animation with just the club shadow logo and the, the sushi logo i don't know i'm i don't know it's just just thinking out loud it would be a great idea but how do i say do i say like uh meeting talking to my crazy ex or or maybe i get one that is not too crazy or maybe one that did crazy stuff back then but now she's you know like maybe one when like when it happened she was in her in her 20s and now she's in her 40s and she's just like oh my god like can't believe i did that because of you oh you know i was young and we can laugh about it because a crazy one she would have no reason to come here and accept that she's crazy because that's evidence And you know, they always believe that they have good reasons. That's the problem. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Malcolm Beast, good night. How are you, brother? <laughs> now, usually it's eight minutes that I do. I have usually three minutes with the black screen like this and then I have five minutes countdown like this. What I want to try is maybe just the logo or an animation with just, and here instead of five minutes, it would be like eight minutes, eight minutes. And then I just have one long intro. Uh, but I don't know, for real. I, I don't. That, would be cool. that would be cool to have something animated, I believe. Kind of a, a video intro i'm gonna think about it like you know like something that really goes like uh, uh um yeah sushi world presents and then a whole animation with a club shot i see what i mean um just because most most people actually <clears throat> they arrive to the show after 20 25 minutes some people arrive like after two hours <laughs> you know something i also want to do I'm sorry my voice has been one thing i'm also thinking about doing 
is uh, doing a, a a live stream for like 10 hours and see how long people stay or if at a point nobody's there or if like the people just so i don't know maybe for episode 300 i'll try that or maybe if i have something special going on i don't know tatiana how are you was good tada how you go how is going bro yeah you know some something nice like something fancy oh i want like a nice animated something like yeah you want me to invite the girl that is married and doesn't want people to know she's been with you but i have a ton of them those one would not come to the show even if i call them now and say hey would you come to my live stream and talk about what we had they would be like we had nothing <laughs> yo some of them like i'm like what why do i stink like and yeah somehow when they talk to me they're proud of what we had even some of those that are single but it's just that they don't want to be associated with the groupies. Which makes no sense. Because I always considered them. I always treated them like, you know, like real people. But I don't know. I even wrote songs for some of them. And yeah, they pretend that I never existed. Can you imagine that? somebody that pretends that nothing happened with you the hell what are we gonna do what are we gonna do listen i'm suffering like because those people would follow you would do stuff with you inside of cinemas and then they pretend that they never had something with you well And you, you don't imagine those who are famous. Some of them are super famous now. Actresses, singers, politicians. And yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah, he's my, he's my brother. And they comment. They all comment my posts. Oh, my brother, you were so amazing. And I'm like, yo. Yo. <laughs> No, it hurts. It hurts. Listen. It, me too. I no, listen. I respect it. It's just that. So I had a conversation with one of them, actually, uh, two weeks ago when I was in Paris. And I was like... So, like, so she was talking about a specific song that I have called Deeper. And she was like, did you really write that song about me? And I'm like, why are you asking me after like 15 years or even more, 17 years? And she's like, no, but I was like, listen, we were together. We just done banging. 
And after that, I received the song from Nelson on my email and he was like, hey, I need your verse. So I was like, I told her specifically, hey, can you record me? Because back then I was not recording this way. I had my, because the computer was noisy back in the days. So I would have a microphone further away. So I would, I asked her, hey, I'm gonna be near the kitchen counter. Can you record me? You just need to press this key and just record me. And I did my rap. And she was like, oh, what are you going to write about? I was like, oh, I'm going to write about what we just did. So, um, and when we were talking, so she has a son, she, he's, he's, he's 15. And she was like, I'm not even going to tell. Uh, like, my son doesn't even know that, like, we're friends. And last time I was hearing him, like, listening to your songs and, and I was like, oh, nice. Like, does he remember me? Because I remember him when he was like four years old. We would go eat sometimes with her, with him. And she was like, nah, I don't think he he remembers. Like, he was too small. It was like three, three years old. But, and I was like, hmm. If only some of these sons knew. <laughs> Because look, once you arrive to 48, like me, it means that your your first uh, flings, if he was like in your 20s, you know, like, let's say, let's say, let's say, let's count till, till 20. So that's 28 years, right? It means that some of these girls have if they had kids back then when they were 20 those kids today are 28 29 30 maybe and some that had i don't know even so, some those that had kids like 10 years later those kids are 18 now so all these kids You're like, yo, <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, hey, <laughs> your mom is a grandma now, but back in the days, anyway, well, it's, it's life, it's life, like, you know, what are we going to do? These type of situation breeds great music. Yeah, listen, music is reflection of life. I do agree. Now, you're not old. You 48 years young. And look at how good we look. It's a good 48. The only thing is we don't see nothing close now. But hey, <laughs> glasses. You went out with somebody's mom. Listen. Yep. Not even some went out. Sometimes the dirty things with people now, they, they look at their mom. Like, oh, mom. Like, you know, we look at you. You look at your mom like and then. Oh, this is Uncle K. <laughs> Yo. Oh, my God. It is what it is. This is life. This is life. We all being young. And yeah, listen.
what are we gonna do? Imagine all these guys, all these guys that are, um, imagine all these guys that are, or these girls that are in there, that are 10 or five now, in 10 years or 15 years, all their, all their dads would have been boyfriends of Julie. And maybe there's video, because I'm sure she records everything. I'm sure she has like a stash of videos or a hidden camera somewhere. And she has like all these Congolese guys like on cam. Or maybe they know, maybe they are filming. Julie, tell the truth. Keiki was goody. How are you, brother? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, what are we gonna do? All right, let's talk um, serious stuff. I wanted to talk about it um, when it happened, but I ended up uh, just not having. Uh, not having the time because of the web summit, because of uh, everything that happened. Oh my god! <laughs> I've seen one of the, I've seen one of those. <laughs> yeah, she records everything. Trust me. Yo. <sighs> so. The guys you make movies with, right? There's the guys you make movies with amateur, like just for personal, right? And then there's the one that you make professional movies with and the one you make movies for your OnlyFans or your uh, meme or your, uh, your, uh, your different pages. A lot, some of them must have kids, right? five years old, 10 years old. So imagine in 10 years, 15 years, all these guys, like they don't know, but so imagine, I don't know, somebody hacks your server and all your videos come out and all of a sudden a bunch of people see their husbands and fathers banging you. <laughs> Yo, oh shit, <laughs> yo, uh. oh my God. So you save them to remember? Oh Lord. Well, what are we gonna do? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I used to have my, my my folder too i used to have all my photos and videos but you know you get married you're like okay buy years of content you never know it's time to erase everything <clears throat> anyway <clears throat> sorry let me talk to you about 
serious stuff. I would love to have your opinion uh, on this. As I was saying before, uh, I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk about it when it was like off the press uh, when it happened, uh, when the, the 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 murder of a takeoff from the group Migos happened, because. Um, it really made me think uh, about uh, what I want to talk today. Um, you like, sorry. You know, uh, you hear and you see all these, especially in the last five ten years right you see all these rappers and it's usually the rappers because you don't see this with the country i mean unless i don't watch their news but the pop singers the r&b singers the the house music people you don't see what you see in hip-hop In hip hop, you really have this ecatombe of rappers being murdered one by one. And it made me really think about the whole narrative and the whole all all these um all these people who are uh telling you that uh, you know all these people who are living by the slogan and there's a lot of slogans you got uh, BLM Black Lives Matters you got uh, uh, Black Excellence you got uh, people calling themselves King people calling themselves King Queen uh all these stuff you can like you're gonna have all these people marching for the lives of 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 black people in the u.s and at the same time the same people who are uh talking about systemic racism and and everything all odds against them etc etc are killing each other all the time and they don't have no respect for the lives of their their own their own kind their own brothers and whenever you call them out on that they have a millions of millions of excuses oh it's because this oh it's because we need to get oh it's because we don't and my fear with the way the American culture is is that from my my small 48 uh, years on this planet, I've realized that a lot of times it starts there and then it trickles down to France and then the rest of Europe because of the sadly hegemonic, hegemonic um, American culture that is everywhere through their movies, through everywhere, through the fact that they control media and etc. And 
the violence is so much glorified in hip hop uh, that I remember when I started rapping when I was 15, 16. So when I started rapping, I was in school. I was uh, with, uh, uh, yeah, I was with, uh, in school with a bunch of mostly white kids. Uh, some of us were into music. And most of us were kids of uh, wealthy parents. And uh, it's only around 17, 18 that I really started, you know, going to the parties uh, and then mingling with the hip hop crowd in Paris. And most of the people from the hip hop crowd, not all of them, but most of them were from the suburbs. So it was uh, us coming from the good neighborhoods, going to, yeah, to mingle with people around the same uh, interest, which was the Zulu culture, uh, the b-boy culture, hip hop, music, rap, graffiti, uh, beat making. We were all passionate about it. And very early, um, I started having people telling me that, yeah, I mean, once they started understanding that I lived in, in a nice neighborhood. Like when I was saying, oh, I live in, I live there. Because in, in the beginning, I, I had no idea that it was, it was, it was a scene to have money. I mean, I didn't have money. My parents had money. Uh, but so early, I was just completely candid about it. Naive even. Yeah, where you live? Oh, I live there. Oh, what you doing with, why you live with the rich people? I was like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I didn't choose. I mean, <laughs> ah, is your mom, mom, your mom works in one of those apartments? I was like, no, my mom owns one of those apartments. And then early people started hating. People started like looking at me like, yeah, I mean, you're not real. We keep it real. We from the ghetto, like, what are, you, what are you doing on hip hop? What do you know about the streets? What? I was like, I mean, I love the music. And it's so interesting when um, you go to the fundamentals of, of what hip hop is, uh, of course. Uh, the voice of the streets, the voice of the disadvantage, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that was like 40, 50 years, 40 years ago uh, or 20 years ago. I don't know. In the, the end of the 70s, early early 80s, like, uh, uh, since then it just became a multi-billion dollar business that everybody does. And uh, personally, I'm going to advocate that, uh, listen, if you want to do polka tomorrow, you don't need to be Russian. That's my opinion. Urban Street Spot, what up? How are you? I believe that if you want to do compa, you don't need to be uh, Haitian. I believe that if you, you want to do Congolese music, you can be Japanese. I personally, I don't care. Some people, they care. I'm speaking for me. I don't care. I believe that uh, 
if you want to keep culture alive, you have to share it. And if you want your culture to be to stay around uh, long enough, you have to understand that at a point you're going to share it to other people because music in the country to humans, music has no passport. Music just go from one region to another. Uh, will uh, influence other people and inspire other people. So you might do a song and you don't know who you're inspiring. You just put your song and it's out there. Once it's out there, maybe whatever you did might be the birth of something new, a new style. Uh, I personally birthed a lot of, I mean, I birthed a lot of subgenres that became their own styles. And I never told people, oh, I, I, I follow this and these are the rules and only those people can do it and whatever because I understood that uh, even if like Urban Sweet Spot says, you have to respect the origin, of course, but the, even the origin itself is never completely what we think because once you start uh, going to the base of something, you realize that it, it doesn't come from maybe what you think because you're going to be like, yeah, that came from that person. But then when you ask that person, hey, okay, where it came from? It never comes from just like, oh, I was there and God spoke to me. No, oh, I was listening to this. I came from that culture. So, so then you continue going and you realize that the origins can be clear, but it, they can also be multiple. They can also, so it's, it's, the, it's the same as when I have a conversation with the people of the, of the Zouk or the Kizomba or, or Kamba. When do we stop the origins? Do we stop at uh, the in the 80s when those genres were popular? Or do we continue a little bit to when the slave arrived uh, in the different islands and created the, uh, I mean, and brought uh, the different genres from where they came from? Or do we continue? So, because as, as more, as, as long as you continue, you're gonna have the roots of the origins. And so, how do you define um, how do you define the origin? Uh, is it a specific date when like the name of a subgenre that becomes a genre is born? Uh, is hip hop like New York, Cool Herc, uh, Master of Ceremony in 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 the park performing in two turntables of some disco songs or some funk songs but then if it's on some funk songs do the origin also take account the funk do the origins take account the fact that actually the guy was the first one was from jamaican origins meaning that maybe all these came from dancehall etc etc just like reggaeton for example um uh, when you take reggaeton, for example, uh, a lot of people, when they, they say reggaeton, they will say Puerto Rico. They will say Daddy Yankee. They will say uh, all the, the legends of reggaeton. But if you continue digging a little bit and you go back in time, you will realize that from uh, the origins of reggaeton, you first have what we call the Dumbo. And even if Dumbo 
was popular and became popular in Puerto Rico, it's actually the Panamanians that brought it to Puerto Rico. And the Panamanians, it all started from a, a Spanish version of the song Dembo by Shabarenks. So it goes back to Jamaica. So, and that's why it's called reggaeton. So are the origins of, of, of reggaeton and the, the owners of the genre, the Puerto Ricans or their fathers from. So to me, I believe that everybody can do anything as, and yeah, I'm a person that I love to know what I'm doing and I love to, to dig to the origins of stuff. But I also understand that most people don't care. Most people don't care, especially as long as a, a genre evolves into its different iterations, because like the hip hop that I grew on has nothing to do with the hip hop of today. I mean, the rap of today. Uh, it's it used to be sample. Now it's a lot of freely loops, trap beats, and it's, I, I I don't have a problem with it. I just say that it's different, and. Uh, So I mean, all this to say that back in the days, because I'm, I'm diverging, but back in the days, the people had all these people who had nothing to do with the origins of rap. They were all French, uh, Fr born in France, most of them, uh, or just arrived like me sons of immigrants who arrived from Africa, not by force, and just came uh, to Paris with their kids or had their kids in Paris uh, to work or to find a better life or to find a different life. And another part were people coming from the West Indies who, yes, were descendants of descendants of descendants of uh, slave of the French colonial empire. So none of those people had nothing to do with rap, but still <laughs> they were like keeping it real. Our oh, rap is this rap is supposed to be from the streets. Rap is supposed to be like that. Rap is supposed to be in French. And I was looking at them. I was like, what you mean? It's supposed to be in France. Are we in France? I was like, I don't care where we are. Uh, I discovered rap with Public Enemy and Beastie Boys. That's the first two cassettes that I bought. Beastie Boys and Public Enemy. It takes a nation or yeah, it takes a nation and license to ill. And then uh, LL and etc. And everything that I've been hearing when it comes to rap was in English. So when I start rapping to me, because I speak I mean, from when I was 11 or 12, I was speaking fluent English. Uh, I started writing my raps and making beats, copying New York hip hop, because to me, that was the Mecca. But those people, because they were in France and they wanted to be territorial and, 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 and make everything their own, they were hating because I was rapping in English. And they was like, yeah, we have to keep it strict. And I was like, 
listen to me at a point so, so there's something I, I always felt forever about music to me when uh, when to me art is art so if you want to do anything that in, that inspires you go ahead that's how I feel and if anybody tells you that you can't who cares as long as you find somebody who's willing to listen to what you're doing it's okay I've performed uh, hip-hop shows in the 90s uh, in front of the ghettoest people, like people that everybody was scared of. What up, Mountain? People that everybody was scared of because you knew they beat up people. And with my team, we've performed in front of people that were happy to see us, right? What up, MJ? But those four or five guys that everybody was scared of, they were in front of the stage while we were performing. And in the back, you could hear everybody cheering sh- sh- uh, for us. But a lot of people, too, were scared because those people were in front and they were like, what you know about the street? What you know about hip hop? And the, the whole show. And we had to do the show, continue our show. And then once we came out, we were walking to the subway. Those people were following us by car and threatening us. Like, yeah, what you know about the street, huh? You want us to show you street, da-da-da-da? And we were just, yeah, just kids minding our business, trying to to do our show, trying to, to, to express ourselves using art and those people were like this is our art not for you rich kids and it's funny because most of these guys are in their 50s now and most of these guys came to my shows with their children that when their daughters were 15 16 18 they came to ask for autographs for their kids. And when we had conversations, I was like, so why, like, why did you hate me? Like back in the days, oh, you know, you were not from the street, da, 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 da. We were trying to make it. And like, we were pissed that you got money. Da, da, da. I was like, it was not me, it was my parents. Yeah, but you went to the good schools and da, da, da. We, you come to, our turf to perform and I was like guys uh, you guys have money now right yes we do so did you put your kids in the ghetto in school or did you put them in private school like where I was and like, now we put them in private schools well where, where would, they, would we put them in the ghetto I was like so you understand that the kids from the ghetto can hate your kids. And then they were like, nah, because we come from the ghetto. And our kids, yeah, they respect it because whatever. And I was like, yeah, but my father came from walking barefoot in Africa, having nothing to just climbing up. It's just one generation before yours. So what's the difference? And they were like, yeah, we never seen it like that. But then back in the days, we wanted to stab you hard. I was like, yo, 
and to me it is a a i'm not gonna say happy birthday yet but the little queen much love so you know uh And I'd love to have your opinion about this. Uh, to me, when I saw uh, all these rappers um, just being slain one by one, uh, I asked myself questions about the whole hip hop culture in general, but then even black culture in North America in general. Why? Why do people want to make a little bit of money? Like when you make 10% or 20% or 30% on or 50-50 from sales, right, of your records. Let's say you make uh, $500,000, which is a lot of money. Most people make that in a whole life. Why spend it on expensive chains when it's not like you're a billionaire? But why spend all that on chains, uh, jewelry that are, is enriching people that are not even your culture? Why you always want to send your money to and why you want to dress in Balenciaga? That's not an African name. Like why everybody is talking about the culture, this the culture that, the culture that, uh, us, 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 black excellent, etc. But they're all dressed in Gucci. Those are LVMH. Those are the money goes to France. And I told you 1000 times about I love Black Panther. I'm gonna see the next one again, etc. Like everybody, I'll be there, Wakanda forever. But I don't forget that the money's not going to the black community. I understand it's entertainment is great because uh, uh, the director has a lot of respect for the culture and he's trying to to romanticize a, a country that doesn't exist anyway. But this, when you watch the movie, you love the imagery and the way they they depict a, a rich Africa. So can can only love it. But in the end, I'm like, like I always said, if that movie was made in Congo with Congolese actors and it was the same actors but they were all Congolese and uh, it was the same movie looking exactly the same with the same budget everything a lot of people wouldn't have gone see it because it's an African movie they would be like eh and it's like so why spend all these money on jewelry? Why only glorify violence in all these videos with people with guns and etc. And uh, why uh, why and rest in peace take off, but. Because this must be horrible for his his uncle and and his two uncles. But why 
having made it have all these money and go play dice in the ghetto and why nobody wants to ask those questions because it feels like we love to to be the victims we love to complain about everything but we never want to look at our own flaws dead in the eye we only love to yeah complain about all oh, this and that oh, Kanye is right all oh, that the media this that all oh, the record companies are screwing us etc but whenever somebody does an independent record company to put the money back in society or something he either gets killed by his own or like most a lot of them all of these artists are not killed by uh, the corporate media the white cops or not all these rappers have been killed by their own people and listen i mean you have the american culture is so to me they're thinking backwards I see a lot of the I mean there's some rappers that I'm I've I've followed before and I I loved the style I loved the music I love everything but they were not popping and then at a point after a few years I mean I, I follow some of them I follow them on on YouTube I was watching their vlogs but at a point they get signed and all of a sudden they have to look like strippers like they go to the BBL, they have huge booties all of a sudden, and they they all dress naked on stage, and and everybody think it's normal. And then I go look at the Taylor Swift, the, the, the pop artist, and everybody else, and everybody's just respecting themselves. Only the black Americans are in this strange culture of, yeah, I mean, Decadence, decadence. I don't know how you say, pronounce it in English, but. And to me, I'm like. And oh, rest in peace. I'm like, are you going to ask yourself the right questions one day? Because me, all I'm asking myself is those questions. Like, what is wrong with this culture of faking it till you make it uh uh cars uh drugs like we like do you understand that the heroes of 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 these culture are people that have 12 kids with 12 different women listen even the ones that are clean and the, the Nick Cannons, like they still have like 10 kids with 10 different models. And uh, people are, oh no, but you know, maybe it's because no, I don't see how I, it doesn't compute to me. Listen, I come from Africa, I was born in Africa, but uh, I grew up in France, so my culture 
is more yeah french judeo christian culture uh because that's where i was raised i'm a buddhist but if i told my mom listen just the fact that i have two kids only have two with two different women my parents are already looking at me like mm. yeah you're not like your cousin joel he has you know all his kids with the same wife dahlia like hmm. and that's how we raised you and then you have all these people who are like heroes All these singers, rappers are. Let me look at your comments because I mean, listen. What the checking culture? Oh, listen, everything about this culture is backwards. You supposed to, okay, listen. Explain to you my life, my dad's life story. Born in Africa, poor. Twelve brothers, half of them died. Uh, go move the ladder of society study etc university boom wars start going up politics up 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 make it make it becomes rich buy lands buy houses buy this buy that another war exile take his kids France put them in prestigious university to have kids like me and then hopefully these kids will take their kids and start from here and move this way in the u.s you have they come from the ghetto and okay you're in the ghetto so you get the ghetto culture etc but your goal is to leave the ghetto right once you left the ghetto you take the ghetto with you buy those chains want to prove though about the chains continue to be part of a gang go with the gang somewhere etc at a point you go to another city and then instead of hiring cops there's that's their job private security like people who will take care of you no you go with a bunch of gangsters who are armed and and you go play dice and argue with whoever and then you guys like are not able to just say hey chill and everybody just and then so you did all that left poverty change the change the course of your bloodline like like my father did. My father changed the course of his bloodline. He could put his kids to the university. He could help his brothers and sisters, kids, his mothers, his aunties. My mom could help. They, they helped a lot of people. Uh, they could... Listen, when my, when my mother bought uh, the 300 uh, hectares of, of, of land in Congo... The drivers that work that work for us for the last 40 years, they all got plots of land. 
in their name. They all had their own land. Yeah, you can do what you want with in there. My mom gave the possibility to, to these people uh, that I know since I'm a kid. They were working for my, my parents when I was a kid. And then they were driving me. Then they were driving my son. And they all bought them some land so that they can also start cultivating some cassava, cultivating pondu, and maybe also change their bloodline's legacy. And you go to the ghetto and get killed as a multimillionaire at 28? Is this bad luck? Is this... And... I mean, I'm looking at it from outside. Uh, and from outside, it looks... I mean, when I see a... And nobody's perfect. When I see a Jay-Z that is... Arriving to billionaire status and on the way making... His core team billionaires as well, but also taking a lot of people out of the hood and making them millionaires and trying to just create this empire and buying art and thinking about the legacy and the thing he's going to leave to his kids and working this way. Look, look at, look at him when Kanye went on his rent. He was, uh, he was uh, silent. Whenever he goes, he's always silent. It's like, and it's not because he's trying to please other people. It's just that he's like, that's not how we're going to make it. And you know, let me take it down to my small level. So when I was uh, signing uh, Zouk artist and Kizomba artist and African Coupe de Calais artist on my label uh, back in 2003, 2004, 2005, the first thing I told every artist was, that was not this camera, but the ancestor of this camera was the GH1. I told every artist, buy a gh1 with this camera you can shoot your own music videos whenever you have a show in the west indies or in africa and you find a nice beach and you meet a nice boy in 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 the club or a nice girl if you if, and you, you you give them from your cachet if you take a thousand to go perform Take $50, give them $50 from your cachet and shoot a video. Bring me the video, I'll put it on YouTube or I'll make a YouTube channel for you and I'll show you how to monetize that. Uh, buy yourself a microphone. This costs $200 and this is a digital version of the microphone that was used to record the album Thriller from Michael Jackson. So you're not gonna tell me that 
if you do 10 shows at a thousand so you make ten thousand you cannot invest a thousand in a camera and 200 in a microphone and maybe 200 on a logic and then a computer at a point everybody had a laptop already and start thinking of the future when you everybody was in their 20s early 20s 19 20 21 I was telling them, when you're going to be 40, when we all are going to be 40, we're going to be replaced by the next generation. So we have to start working today so that when we are replaced, we don't need to work. Money's coming from the sky. And all of them were looking at me, were telling me, yeah, it's great, it's great. And then we go to the West Indies and we have some, we start building the label and then some some new artists came and there was what what does there was this particular artist who only made one or two hits but had that guru image and was about driving his 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 nice car having nice jackets etc wearing the chains etc and even in the song they were like yeah we we're wearing this and, da, 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 and telling everybody, yeah, we we rich. Yeah, you know, and talking about me like, ah, these old guys. Like and back then I was like, I don't know, 30 something, but apparently I was old already. Yeah, this old guy, he doesn't know shit. We this, we that, we are like, we are the future. And all the artists, they were more attracted by what he was saying than what I was saying. And all of the people who follow that guy are poor today. But all of them, they would rather in our small level do five shows and be able to buy a Gucci or a Chanel bag at 5,000. So they are able to front in front of the other poor people who also had a bag because that the all they could afford and everybody was eating rocks and i was looking at them and at that time i was living in a small studio even if i was making i was generating every year three four five hundred thousand euros of uh cd sales but i was like investing all my money in buying my old masters buying cameras i have like 10 cameras, buying studio equipment, buying everything that I'm using today to do this show. And, and everybody was looking at me like, he wants to shoot this video by himself. Like, and he's been wearing the same jewelry for the last 25 years. He's poor. And I was like, what you mean I'm poor? My parents are rich. But what I learned is the next level and all the zook artists they all went in one way which was trying to impress other artists and listening to other artists about what is success when they realized for them success was yeah proving to other poor people that they were richer than them and me i was like yo until you become like me independent all the money is not going to you. Even if you think you're making a lot of money because you made 50,000 this year, you generated 500,000. 
from your 50,000 album sales, you generated 500,000. You're only gonna get 10% from it, plus all your shows. Yeah, you're famous. Yeah, you're fucking every night. Yeah, you have groupies. Yeah, but as soon as the shows stop, it's over. And listen, you had subprime crisis 2007, destroy the market. Then you had uh, the, 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 the Paris, the France terrorism, destroy the market even more because people were scared to go to the clubs. And then after that, you had the pandemic finish the whole market and everybody stopped performing for two years. And for two years, they had no revenue because nobody had anything that they owned. So the money was going to the people who own stuff, us, and them, they own nothing. They didn't have YouTube channels. Look for every artist that was signed to me. All their videos are on my channel and generating money for me. Why are they on my channel? Because when I told them, make your channel, I'm gonna shoot videos for you and we're gonna put them on your channel. They all said, no, we don't care about that YouTube thing. Cause it was new at that time. YouTube started in 2005 and we started in 2003, the label. But I realized that, damn, all these people, they only care about showing off. They only care about showing people that they hate, that they are better than them. Listen, the people who hate me, I don't care what they think. I don't, I don't even care if they think I'm rich, if they think I'm poor. What, I don't care what they do. But whether in our small, small, ecosystem or in the huge US ecosystem, I see the same thing. I see that what is being, uh, what has been glorified is everything that is idiotic to me. Uh, listen, I've been wearing this chain. We can go far in my photos. You will see these chains. These I think I have photos. If I go to my photos and I type 1998, I don't know if I have photos from 1998 here. Uh, maybe not. Let's say, let's try 2000. Okay, uh, no, 2000, no. Maybe if I type 2003, maybe when I started my album. Okay, look, look. This is uh, me when let me find a good picture see all um so 2003 is when my son was born so that's almost 20 years ago now um so this is uh, let me find a good picture uh -huh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Find a photo. Oh, <gasps> you will not imagine what I found. Dalia, I just ended up on a picture of the crazy ex that we talked about last week. Anyway, um, okay, wait, let me find a good photo. Okay, this is a photo from me in 2003 eating corn. 
I never remove these. So I've been wearing the same jewelry. It's not even some, I mean, uh, they're a little bit of, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just steel or whatever it is. I don't, I don't even know how you call this in English, but same chain, same thing. And they mean something to me, but I mean, if I had 10 million in the bank, maybe I would buy something expensive for my wife, maybe like a, one of those $2,000 bracelet, and even, yeah, maybe a bag, some stuff like that. Every time I make some crypto money, yeah, I buy her a bag or I buy something because, yeah. But for me, listen, I'd rather invest in a house, in equipment, in whatever, in a house like, I would listen if I have 10 million in the bank before I buy myself anything crazy. I would buy houses for my brothers and sisters. Make sure that all my nieces and nephews are have their education sorted. Because that's the future. But all these people in America or in the West Indies or in France or in Africa, most of them. They just want to impress people they don't know. They're all here. Like, they want to say something. They want to beef on, on online. They want to beef on the on, on Instagram live. They're like. So when are you guys building? And then you guys are complaining about uh so. I was on a, the web summit and we met uh, the CEO of a big, big, big record company. Uh, actually, also a friend of mine met the, the CEO of Empire. And so I think five big, big artists that were on that label died. And the guy said that every time he has a contract with somebody, he also take a life insurance because he knows that these people, because they're not living the ghetto, he signed them. They do a 50-50 deal, I guess. And then he takes a life insurance for in part of his contract. He takes a life insurance because he's investing in a product that he knows might not last long. So when these guys die, he makes tens of millions of dollars. And... You look at him like that's a little cynical now and he's like no i'm investing my money you know like all these people and they and they tell you i came i think he comes from palestine and the guy was telling my friend like hey listen i know what it's what suffering is and i understand that it's a business and you, you invest your money you but those people once they arrive to a certain point you see them with their their glasses of strange syrups and the drugs baby moms crazy girlfriends uh and a lot of strange people around you and then yeah you get caught up in the beefs of the people that are with you that maybe you grew up with but that didn't go out of that life and 
I mean, at a point you have to, you have to understand that you have to move on from stuff. And if you want to take your people with you, you have to teach them that we're moving on from something. You have to move on from all your problems. This is why something I always tell people when we talk about business is uh, look at people in your agenda and look everybody that is useless and remove them from your agenda and remove them from your daily conversation because they will not take you anywhere. They will just grab you down with them. And it's crazy to me that it happens at that level. And yeah, I mean, listen, it's uh, it's sad situations because you see all a whole generation of, of artists that me, all my legends, except, you know, rest in peace, Guru, uh, B.I.G., Tupac. But a lot of my legends, they are still here. Petrox, CL Smooth, Naughty by Nature, uh, Third Base, like Group Home, Premier, Nas, Didi, all these people, they're still here. And they are showing you the way they are, you know. But this generation, the internet generation, a lot of these, those, like from XXX Tentacion to the Migos, they all like, a lot of them are gone. They do a hit, they change that, and then they're gone. And most of the time, it's for nothing. And most of the time, it's because of the same people that are yelling that Black Lives Matters. So matters to who? I don't know. I don't know. Let me stop ranting and look at your comments. <laughs> Where were we? All right. Uh, sorry, I was not. You know, you know me. When I start ranting, I I see the comments going through. But I, uh, all right. Um, last time it was a crazy ex. Today is almost getting stabbed, eh, bro. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much Nantenine um, you're absolutely right a lot of people wouldn't have gone to see Wakanda forever if the cast was purely African yeah and like uh Americans don't even realize, the black Americans don't even realize that even in their, the, I mean, a lot of them are suffering and a lot of them are victims, but in their whole victimization, they don't even realize that they are so much more well off than some people in Africa. But just by being in America. A milliardaire, what up? Back in the days, there was a variety of rappers. That's true. Um, we've only started seeing fairly big Hollywood stars that are African in the last few years, like Roger Jean-Page from Zimbabwe, Lupita from Kenya, Tuzo Mbedu, uh, 
from SA, etc. So maybe soon an African blockbuster. Yeah, maybe. We also have to learn to make movies. Like, you know what? I, what is missing in Africa? And I'm not talking about country-wise, but like continental-wise, we're just missing the whole distribution network. So we all dream in Africa. It's another subject that we're gonna keep for maybe when I invite somebody from the the movie industry in a, in a, in Africa. But it's the same for the music industry. We are missing the distribution network. It doesn't exist. So uh, you're gonna make movies in Africa with the hope that it's gonna work in France or in in Portugal or in in Europe or in the U.S. When you have a billion Africans, and if you had from Morocco, Algeria down to Swaziland, that's a, that's a billion people that. A lot of them don't have a bank list. They don't have bank accounts. They don't have credit cards. They don't have ways to to be part of the ecosystem. So I believe the next leaders of Africa, if they come with this in mind, like let's create our own market and let's, let's stop dreaming of out there. You're a great actor. You don't need to dream to go to Hollywood. You can stay here and be between Nollywood and... and Congolywood and Zimlewood and Cameroonywood and and etc etc because we also have the talent we have actors we have uh, everything but there's no distribution network there's no YouTube there's no there's no listen there's no 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 there's not even possibility to make a million views and I make when I make a million views I make three thousand dollars. You make a million, view, million views in Congo, you make zero because there's no ads. There's Google doesn't have the 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 the, the ad distribution for people to buy ads and be displayed in Africa. So that's the problem with the whole thing. So all of them, yeah, when you have some talent, you go to America. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Um, what's my problem with people <laughs> I don't I have a lot of big booty friends like you <laughs> they're not heroes to everybody indeed of course I know that Africa is very conservative culturally in general yes uh lola wow this is the first time i've listened to your channel this is a deep conversation uh thank you a lot of people aren't going to get some of these that's true that's the beauty of it i think the problem you find with the rise of the ghetto is twofold the guilt of leaving every everyone behind and being called fake and the ignorance of trying to show to the hood uh, you made it. Hmm. Yeah. And it's the same everywhere. Because when you are underground and you are becoming hot, everybody's rooting for you. And soon as you blow up, they have a word like sell out. And ah. 
quand ta culture est différente, tu te poses ces questions parce que tu comprends que ce n'est pas comme ça qu'il faut se comporter. That's true. Très, très vrai. Yep. Je suis d'accord. Not all of them are millionaires. Exactly. Because they will all sign so they can have a great video. They can, they can have an advance and they will buy stupid stuff because they are not educated. And the reason they're not educated is a little bit, some of them is because of their parents or the lack of, some of them is just because the system where they are educated is not educating them in this way. Uh, I can say that the fact that when I was 17, I went to the, the economic faculty, it changed my the way I process things. So when I see money coming or when, listen, when somebody tells me, yeah, hey, I'm going to give you 500,000 to buy your whole catalog. I look at them like, so if, if you want to buy it for 500,000, you're going to generate that money. So once a few years passed, if I, I use that money in two, three years, what do I do in five years? But most people will be, yo, 500 now, ah, I'm taking it. Where me, I'll be like, uh, there's a number where I'm like, okay, I'm going to count. Okay, how much money my catalog generates per, per year? So if you tell me uh, a million, I'm going to look at my numbers. I'm going to be like, I can make that million in 10 years. So no, I'd rather keep my catalog and make my million slowly slowly and now if you tell me two millions I'm gonna start thinking I'm gonna be like oh if i'm 48 by the time i made my two million i'm 68 if you look at the numbers uh if in in a, in a in a in an idea let's let's say that your catalog makes 100k a year uh so then you, you can start thinking you can be like eh Now, if somebody tells you, I'm going to give you 3 million for your whole catalog, now you can start thinking. You can be like, ah, oh, wait a minute. It would take me, at the pace of now, it would take me 30 years. So I would be 78 to make those 3 millions. With my small catalog, then you're like, listen, with a million or 800,000, I buy myself a place. Then I take the 2 million that are left. I already did this calculation the other time. But I take the 2 million that are left. I put them in a very safe uh, investment. So 2 million at 5%. So 2 million divided by 100. Uh, multiply by 5. That's 100,000 that you make every year. And you live the same life. But you bought your place and you have a nice big place and and then yeah maybe you can start investing that money you make in the next thing but a lot of them yeah they because they're all faking it a lot of them are faking it with the labels money yeah they end up having to uh, fake more so that the label is happy And if the public is as ignorant as the artist, 
and the public is loving all these videos with prop guns and and this crazy culture the public will say yeah you have to do that too so everybody go do their do your bbls and take your guns and all talk about the drugs because this is what works and then you have the the conscious rappers they're going to be in a niche many rappers can't let the hood because of those two factors i've been on indeed your mentality will always be different because you were born with that, with what many strive to get. Yes, but at the same time, my father was not born with that. But when, when he arrived to a certain level, my mom told me that his only obsession was, I don't want my kids to walk barefoot like me when I was 10. I want them to have the best in life, but I also want them to, yeah, I want them like to, when they was in exile and, and it was the war and they lost uh, everything, uh, they start selling houses just for us to be able to continue to study. And then when 10 years went by and they went back and things got reversed, they got their lands back and they started building back and we were already adults uh you were thinking of that sacrifice that they did they would rather instead of telling us hey let's go live in another place or something no they were like no we're gonna sell that house so with that money we can survive 10 years and we can pay for the studies of everybody all eight kids that's a way to think that I believe uh, is very African. And it seems like in the American culture that is also very individualist. Individualist, yeah. A lot of people don't have that, that mentality of we have to build not only for us but for the next generation. A lot of people talk about it and listen i'm not saying that everybody's eat a bunch of idiots in, in america there's there's a lot of for all these bad stories there's also a lot of good stories of people but but what we are presented here uh when we see everything that is happening in the the, the black entertainment is people showing their ass in the basketball court and thinking that it's amazing and everybody and one part celebrating amazing inclusion and other being like what the hell is this and, and everybody insulting them and you like and you look at it from here and you're like okay all right it's interesting or you have kanye like look top of the top of the top and not able to to express something intelligently and not just emotionally not able to control himself and it's not new from the you don't you don't have all the answers sway and just not being able to control his emotion when he's when he's uh challenged to today he's the same guy and back then i was like this guy can't you calm down and listen to when people tell? No, ego. 
ego and emotions. The I see America today as a a land full of people that are just way too empathic. In, we say empath or whatever. It's just emotions, emotions, emotions. Emotions are way more important than logic in America. That's what I see today. And I look at this and I'm like, uh, you guys had it all wrong. Like, at a point, reality is going to slap the fuck out of everybody. Well, what am I going to do? Just comment. <laughs> Black free thinker, what up? I'm telling you, it is a whole other conversation. Africa may be fine. The population is going to be young and the economics are growing. Yes. But a lot of people are young and without education. So, and we can see it, for example, in Congo right now, we have a bunch of young people who are now in power. And because they don't have the education, they are they're coming to reunions about oil, about the metrics, and they don't know what it sometimes they don't know what they're talking about. Or sometimes they don't know how you lead people. And those things. Yeah, I mean if I on va laisser les if avec avec if on mettrait pareil en bouteille. But me, president, listen, school mandatory. I don't care. School free and mandatory. Everybody. Nobody in, listen, until you you are 17 or 18 and you have your diploma, you can't be on the streets. I don't care. Oh, I have to feed my, I don't care. School. Everybody. Not for me, but for the next two generations that's how you have to think about it but most people when they come to power they're like oh it's my turn and the money frees their brain very hard and very smart uh, very fast because like money will corrupt you especially large amounts of money trust me i've seen it happen over and over again One of the infrastructure is developed in Africa. Then you'll see the shift away from the West. Once, you mean once. Yeah, that is that is true as well. What up, man? Have you spoken about the rise of the Afrobeat wave in the States? No, because that's not the conversation today. But uh, it is, I've, I've seen it happen. thank you so much i'm just i just think a little bit it's not you know i live in the midst of the madness so i greet you oh my god bless you <laughs> bless you i hope you take you took note of all my quotables and you can just give them to me so i can you know We have to add them to the to the to the automatic quotes. 
Anyway, we're two hours in. I have to go to sleep. It is uh, 2 and 25 uh, here in Portugal. Uh, the show was brought to you by Shadowware.com. And uh, I want to uh, say thank you to our stream royalty, Sirene Desil. I want to acknowledge all the new subscribers and everybody that was there tonight. If you enjoyed that show, you enjoyed the conversation, put me a unicorn or a rainbow in the chat. And I'm going to leave you with... Uh, I'm just going to let that playlist play and play you the next song. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that show. Uh, and I hope to see you... Uh, sunday and sunday i think i will have a guest uh and it's interesting because he's gonna be somebody that will talk to us about she's gonna talk to us about um making sure that your your business is in place uh she's a a, a coach life coach business coach so uh, hopefully I will have her uh, next week. It's not sure yet, but yeah, listen, if you enjoy this content, give me some, uh, some rainbows in the chat. And, uh, if you have a subject you want to talk about, uh, next episode Sunday, uh, yeah, listen, or, or in the next few episodes, just leave it in the comment. All right. Peace. Shout out gang. See you dimanche.